0: lock talk radio so I'm gonna open up a phone line i'm I'm experimenting with this y'all, and I going to see if we can have older conversation. Call the number is four two four two 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 fifty two fifty. First number I'm calling in, bringing in, is 678 six seven eight nine five nine five Georgia. The phone line is open. Six seven eight nine five three nine five nine five.
1: Yes, can you hear me?
0: Loud and clear. What's
1: going on. Greeting, greeting, brother. Yeah. Greeting, greeting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, Jaheen. Yeah, uh my, my uh okay. I just wanted to see what was your take on uh on being a secure party and uh and you know and doing the uh census.
0: And what a census, you know the thing about it is okay, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna just give it to you straight. When you sign documents, there's some sort of tacit agreement that you've agreed to something unless you put on there that hey this in no way uh grants jurisdiction or any way kind of makes me a US citizen because they only want that census for US citizens. You know, or right. US right. citizens that they're that, that that they're doing, you know. And a lot of it is being coerced and you're forced into it, which is the reason that you need to get the notices. Let me get some clarification on, on secure party, okay. Secure party is about discharging debt. Okay. It's about you right. utilizing assets. I not put in a lien against a trust, okay. Your birth certificate, the reason you're getting the birth certificate is the birth certificate is an asset. It is being looked at like a trust certificate. It evidences that you have a beneficial interest in a distribution from the trust. You don't own the trust. They call, they call it a ses k trust, all right, or you're some sort of beneficiary. Yeah. You don't own it or anything. You have you have an interest. Now, you are assigning that interest over into another trust and appointing someone as the trustee of that, namely the uh Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, He's a fiduciary. And what do you find is that all you gotta do is read the bond, and you see all this on here. And it just amazes me when I see read somebody like Carlton Weiss, who's very intelligent, uh, but he makes certain statements where I can only I see where he only did a cursory investigation into the particular subject. A lot of people don't Mm -hmm. like it or anything like that, but that's because they don't understand it. They haven't studied it or anything like that, because they make false representations about that particular subject. Being a secure party. Uh, doesn't necessarily affect the the status you have to have to be a secure party is private. Okay. Because the public is bankrupt. Okay. So how are you going to have any value in any of your assets? If you're in the public or if your mind is in the public, that's the whole reason of having a status as a secure party status as a secure party, because all the value is on the private side, ain't nothing bank. The public is bankrupt. So you have to sever. You're in the private. Anyway, you're in the private anyway, OK, because everything in the public is an artificial person, but you've been amalgamated to that artificial person. And then you have this belief because your mind is anything that you say can and will be used against you. So you're in the public signing documents and doing things as if you are this artificial person. So they're going to treat you as if you are instead of severing this nexus that you're sharing with this particular alleges and everything by putting them on notice and letting you know that, hey, look, I know that this is an artificial entity. I know this represents my commercial energy. That commercial energy belongs to me. And this is something else that Carlton White said in his document, where you can't put a, a lien on a trust you didn't create, which is true. All that is uh, very true. But here's the thing. I think the point he's missing this is about are you a slave or are you free? Are you trying to tell sure. me that my labor is not my labor? Okay, because the only thing the United States has left that it can collateralize is the labor of the American, the full faith and credit, of the federal government is in you going to work every day,
1: your right, labor. Right.
0: right. So what you're doing is when you you uh, you sign treasury bonds and sell them uh, and and uh, sell them to the Federal Reserve and they issue Federal Reserve notes, i right, Which are obligations of the federal government to pay back. That paying back is only when we go to work as U.S. citizens and pay taxes. If that ain't the definition of slavery, I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. You're right. It's slavery. Right. So,
0: okay, All right. the Constitution says involuntary servitude shall not exist. Well, people are voluntarily being slaved. I will agree with that, whether it be out of ignorance or not. But once I educate myself, are you trying to tell me that there is no uh, no uh, uh, way for me to get free? Now, he in that document, right. he wrote his stuff. He never used the terms public and private, even though that's what he was referencing, public and private. Okay but that's all about understanding how to operate privately and you can't operate in the public as through a trust. A lot of stuff he said was correct. You know, operating through a mm-hmm. trust and things of like that nature. I didn't feel the same talking about, you know, getting the uh um um uh, getting the manufacturer's st- uh, certificate of origin for your car and driving with a, a trustee thing. Yeah, you know, you can uh you have to own that car. Those cars have serial numbers on them. They're being manufactured in plants that belong to a corporation that is being that is some sort of a uh, uh, some, uh, so, uh, that the federal government has some sort of ownership interest in. This is when you can read about this in Hale versus Inkle. Same thing with the guns and so forth. The guns have serial numbers on them. I, the People aren't thinking in free terms. They're thinking that they have some sort of um, uh, some sort of inherent right to what government makes. When the only duties of government is to protect your borders, protect your property, and protect your freedoms. That's it. Okay, that's it. That's all the only duty that they have. Once you start getting other things from the government, you're contracting for services, welfare in particular. That wasn't never. You can read the Congressional Record in 1933, and those senators are on the House floor arguing that fact. They're arguing the fact like, how are we going to take care of the American people when the American people been taking care of us?
1: All right. And I had a, I have a, I have a, I have a very, <laughs> go ahead, I have a very, go ahead. Very, uh, close friend. I have a very close friend, and. I was trying to tell her the same thing. You know, she sent me a uh, a text about you know, about the uh stimulus and I told her I said, I don't I don't want nothing from them. All I wanted is to be left alone. I don't I don't want no stimulus. I don't want I, I don't care if they was given two ten thousand dollars a day. I don't want it. Because That's nothing, what it nothing was. is free. Nothing is free. Yeah, well,
0: I don't care what is free, it and what is free. What you did. They did the they yeah. the first thing they did start uh when all this dropped they started doing uh they uh, you know they wanted to do the census and then it came right behind that with you know the stimulus checks and everything you're taking a check from right, the federal right. government right. that right there is a contract okay it's an implied contract okay because the only right. way you can get that is if you are a US citizen all right so they're giving it's that good. yeah are giving you that check and you're taking a benefit and a privilege and we can read ashwander rule number six it tells you you can't challenge the validity of the constitutionality of anything if you're taking a benefit and a privilege uh you're contracting sure. for something so that's what that, once again this is why I said in the beginning of this why I'm not a Democrat why I don't support anything coming from the democratic side or the left because they are um they are um, they're not spiritual you know they're really and anti- they really like Antichrist and look what they promote you're feminist Uh, gays, lesbianism, just anything that is contrary to, you know, traditionalism. And you go back and read some of Hitler's stuff, he was saying, I hate to sound like that, but he was saying the same thing. He said these people are Mm -hmm. uh, bringing, uh, demoralizing the society and so forth. And so when you're taking these benefits and privileges from the government, okay, it leaves you in a status of someone that has an obligation, okay, because he who takes on the benefit is responsible for the corresponding liability associated with the taking of that benefit, and that's what a lot of these Mm -hmm. people don't understand. A very simple explanation of this is when you see a woman taking child support, okay, I mean, I'm sorry, welfare from the government, and then them telling Mm -hmm. her that she can't have a man in the house, and everybody gets upset. Well, the thing about it is the government, okay, is taking care of her. It's like parent patria doctrine. Okay, the government is right. your parent, and the government can tell you what to do. So when you are being taken care of by someone, they become your parent, and they can tell you what to do. Exactly. You're not free. So right. that's what I don't hear them talk about. I'm talking about free. What do a free people do? Do you want to be free? Some people right, don't want right. to be free. It's just in the Matrix. What is it when the Matrix, my, my man, he came out the Matrix. And, you know, he went back to the agents and everything. He got the stake. He said, you know, ignorance is bliss. They it sure does taste good. Some people, ignorance is bliss. They ain't okay with it. You have to understand, everybody don't want to be free. Yeah,
2: it's right it. too much
0: responsibility, man. It's too much responsibility being free, man. I got to do all this myself. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah and,
1: and, so you got to understand. I, I, am, so Go ahead. I got so many. I guess there's so many people, you know, I grew up in Louisiana and, you know, there's I have so many people that I, that I know, you know, and they're on my Facebook uh, friend list. I mean, man, I mean, for, for years I tried to, you know, like share information, you know, that, you know, I, you can't beat nobody over here and make, and make them wake up. If it's not their time to wake up, they're not going to wake up until, it, until it's their time. But I try to share, you know, something that I thought might, would would help them. You know, they, they laughed at me like I you know, I'm, I'm the cuckoo bird, you know, but you know, and I, uh, I posted something, uh, probably a couple, probably maybe like three weeks ago. I said, uh, the reason most of you can't, can't see where Trump is coming from is because is because your vibration is is too low. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the reason, the reason I understand where Trump is coming from is because you, you really have to be on a, you have to look at it from a from a spiritual level, because if if you don't if you can't look at it from the spiritual, it's, it's mundane to you. You don't you don't you don't you think it. All you doing it, it's it's like that lady on uh on Charlie Brown. Womp 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 Nobody wants to hear. It.
0: <laughs> well, I think also that a lot of them uh relish hatred. You know it, it but they want something someone to blame. They have a victim right, right. mentality. Okay, exactly. so it's like okay better than to blame Donald Trump. And, you know, they don't understand, they haven't read law, most like my family members. I I have mm-hmm. PhDs, master degrees, uh, uh, executives and everything. We have family meeting, right, on Skype. And, you know, mm-hmm. and all of them hate. And so I asked them a simple question. Have any of y'all read the Constitution? You could hear a damn, 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 uh, uh, it Your was crickets. <laughs> yeah, it was crickets. And I was saying, nobody, no, nobody read the Constitution. I said, so, you know, during the impeachment trials, I was telling people that. They said, we're going to impeach Trump. I said, well, I said, okay, well, what constitutional violation did he make? Okay, how did he how did he violate his oath? And I was, and I was looking for that, and I didn't hear anything. And so, you know, so it's not a thing where they're using um, intelligence or knowledge based off. They just get mad. And you look at their response. Like right now, some of them are listening to me right now. Trump is racist. He did so, and he's, he's doing this. He's plotting this. You know, they'll just start launching allegations against the man. Right. The man said at the very onset of this coronavirus thing that it was a hoax. He had to retract that statement because of the uh, pushback that was happening. Right. right but you right. see, I can just look at his body language and everything. He don't put on a mask. He ain't putting on no fucking mask, you motherfuckers, did everything. He ain't doing it and everything. You know, I ain't either. I ain't put one on either. And I'm fine, but they keep on pushing this. And these people, they are so engulfed in fear. You're going to be the responsible. You're going to be responsible for people dying. It's people like you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, do you have any evidence to substantiate that statement, or any statement that anybody's dying, or that there even is a coronavirus? You don't have no evidence to yeah. none of this stuff. Right? You're just right. believing what you are being told. Okay, at the end of You're the day all right and this is where the spiritual eye comes in because you have to have this um something internally inside of you and that's why i came out exactly. talking about they're going against nature look at what people are depending on people are waiting for them to cook up something in the lab put in their body that they're being told as like human dna in it as uh all these different chemicals that you know never come out of your body and first of all right. that have never been verified that have ever uh, uh um cured anything they haven't found a cure for nothing they don't have a cure for they never found a cure for AIDS. Never. Never right. found a cure for a common cold Never found a cure for cancer. Why why
1: are you listening to these people? They don't the know nothing they, And the things that they do have a cure for then they're, they're not they're not gonna tell you. The, ahead, the ahead. cure
0: comes from natural law. A thing is unbound the way it is bound, okay? So, you can only cure something by dealing with the cause, not the effect. And then they made right. sure that they eliminated all our naturopaths. Dr. Saby and a host of about 1,000 of them were killed within a yeah. two year period. Y'all can get on the internet and, and Google this for yourself. Look at all the people who mysteriously oh, ended know. up dead. All, all our frontline people who would be the voices right now coming at you, right. telling they you gone. how to handle situations like that, they gone. All right? They eliminated yeah. them first. This has been playing for a long time. They start offering all your all your heads all the all the people who are knowledgeable about these particular subjects in the natural path got rid of them right. because the only cure can come from something in nature in your Bible, it told you use the herbs of the field for your healing, okay, but for some reason, everybody just turned their head away from their spirituality now i'm let me tell you what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for people to start denigrating Trump for opening up the churches and everything but you it's okay that a <laughs> liquor store is open. It's okay to have, you know, the clinics open. It's okay for all that, right. but you know, oh, you're going to ask people, you know, to get sick and die. You opening up the right. church. because the people yeah, who are doing it, say, these people, they ain't fought out. There. I'm trying to tell you, man. They, they is, they, they, they want to destroy your religion. They want to destroy um, your government,
1: mm.
0: and you can see it and being they done. The they they, they don't want no private property want to destroy the earth they don't want nothing natural they're going against everything natural just remember that point i'm telling you if it's natural they going against it exactly going
1: and they going and i sat there and i told uh you know i told uh that that same friend that they telling me about the. i mean they sent me the message about i could get a, uh, you know i could get such and such from uh for stimulus from the government i, I don't i don't want that you know and uh and i said that uh and she she also wanted me to uh, you know to uh, do the census. And I'm like I I'm, I said I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the census. She said, well you know they you know they can uh, they can come in uh, and find you for that. I said well, okay, well they can find me. Then I you know what I'll do I'll I'll, I'll A for
0: Okay, well show me where in the law it says that because right now you have private rights. You have a right to privacy. I don't need to tell you a damn right. thing. I don't have to participate exactly. in anything say. that you got. I don't have to be a participant in that. Think. That's a that's a lie. You know that they're perpetuated to You have I saw that on the document that okay you have to respond, but I didn't see any law supporting it. You know you can easily write back and say okay what law are you talking about? the federal law requires that you fill out this form, but you don't put the law down on there. You don't say right, you know right. United States as a blah blah blah. You don't put a law on there or anything like that. Show me where I can find and verify it because you work anything. in the public. And everything you say or do has to be substantiated somewhere in some line of code. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then it's talking talk about whether, you know, if you, if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, file it and send it in, then, then a, uh, well, uh, uh, what did they say? Would come, who they say would come by and somebody will come by the house and, well, and one, get, that, get the only they that.
0: Only way they're going to do that. Is Cause your social security number is associated with something. So if your house is in your social security number, if your car is mm-hmm. in your social security number, how are they going to be tracking you? They're going to be tracking you through that social security number. And this is why I urge people to go out and get CPN numbers, credit privacy numbers, go out and get your right. CPN number. And if somebody wants to question the legality of a CPN number, hold on, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to pull it up right okay. now.
1: And another thing, another I'm thing guess, now, uh, the only thing, the only thing now I, I I pretty much separated myself from uh you know from using that uh that social security number other other than I'm a I'm an over the road truck driver I drive for Walmart and, and but you know uh that right there now I don't I don't know if I uh if I did the uh social security recension would I be able to renew my license when it you know when it's time to renew it or not.
0: I, I I don't think you have to have a driver's license to get a uh, to get a, uh, I mean, a social security number to get a driver's license because a social security number is voluntary. It's voluntary. Right, right. So if I don't have one now, what they try to do is, that were you ever issued one, like they're doing with the uh, passports right now? You know, they changed the verbiage mm-hmm. on the passport application saying if you were ever issued one, you need to tell us about it and so forth. Mm-hmm. But you should be able to rescind it. If I don't want to accept the benefit or privilege from the federal government, okay, well, I can rescind that. I don't want that. I took that. I wasn't yeah. given um, um, I wasn't uh, giving, uh, um, all the full, ramifications full of disclosure. me accepting this benefit. I'm, you know, I wasn't given full disclosure. You didn't tell me that if I take this Social Security number that I'm losing some of my rights, okay, that I have a right. corresponding liability that's going to be placed upon me. You didn't tell me all of that. That's not written anywhere. I wasn't getting full disclosure about the full effect of taking this. Hell, I wasn't even told that, like, you don't even have to have a Social Security number to get a job or a bank account. It says that they can request right. one, right? but it didn't tell you you have to have one. They, they, tell you, they okay, can't you. Okay, but
2: they... Tell
0: you to give it. Yeah, but see what the jobs are doing, how they're doing, like, what they're doing right now with all of the businesses, which people really should be boycotting these businesses and getting these people to do what you want them to do. instead of. But what mm. it was is, okay, like... I took a picture of uh, everybody standing outside of a store, a long line waiting to get in the store. OK, well, yeah, they tell you, OK, you come in 10 at a time and wear your mask and everything. Fuck that. Uh, leave the store. Don't come back. When y'all change our policy, OK, we'll come back and shop with you and see how. Right. See how. Like the Jews did in Nazi Germany. OK, the Jews, you know what they did to Nazi Germany? They boycotted them for months at a time to destroy their economy, to get them to bend. Okay, yeah. the only time black people were successful in the civil rights movement, okay, is when Rosa Parks, okay, um, uh, refused to sit at the back of the bus, and we had the bus boycotts.
1: It yeah. was the most effective
0: thing that happened in the whole civil rights movement.
1: Yeah. It was the thing that happened.
0: You know? So it's like, everybody will keep beating you over the head if you keep giving them their money, and that's what they say. saying. But- these corporations are acting as if that that you need them; they don't need you. That's how That's they're acting, exactly. and they, yeah. and they have the right to regulate that, so they can. So what they're doing is they're controlling the narrative by controlling the businesses. Now they have the right okay. to regulate the businesses because under Article One, Section Eight, Clause Three, which is the Commerce Clause, Congress has the right to regulate commerce. So if they want to tell everybody, right. yeah, you had to put on that mask. To come in here, they can do that. It's not a violation of your constitutional rights. I was looking on there, and see, and you got to understand these plants too. The plants will come out and they'll try to start a riot, and they really work for the uh, you know, it, it's called controlled opposition. You got to watch out for those individuals too. They like to perpetuate ignorance and things like that, and that's why you can you have to arm yourself with knowledge. You have to become a student of the laws of this country. You have to know the Constitution for the United States of America. You need to know the difference yeah. between public and private. You need to know these things so you can understand where your rights are. Because if you don't have your if you don't know your rights, you don't have any. Thomas Jefferson, he right. said it. He said those who hope to be both ignorant and free, open for something that never has been and never will be. There's never been a time that people are ignorant and free. So if you are if right. you think that ignorance is bliss, you are a slave. Yep. Yeah. Hey brother, I gotta take another call and I gotta take another call. Boy, get too late, but man, okay. it's always a pleasure. I appreciate you calling in, okay? I uh, appreciate it. All right, let me go to what is this? Eric four 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 zero nine one three three. You on the line? What's going on?
3: Hello, can you hear me, brother?
0: Loud and clear. What's going on? Uh,
3: this is um, this is X. Uh, I talked to you a while back ago. Um about some court stuff. Uh, I know Jericho, Juice, and Jonah, and all those cats. And we had a pretty good discussion. Uh, you were talking about you really don't know the SVC process until you go to the courts and you really see what's going on. And I really you don't was kind of – You don't
0: know anything in life unless you experience it for yourself.
3: Yeah. yeah with knowledge. You, you
0: knowledge really is told, easy to get.
3: You really follow <laughs> yeah. Because I went down there and I went in dishonor, I got myself back in honor. Because I listened to some things that you had said, like I want—I don't know if many people have put this out there, but we really appreciate what you've done. You—you the Taurus, so you—this is you doing it out of love. This is what a lot of people don't understand. But at the end of the day, I wanted to know your thoughts on this Michael Jordan last dance agenda. That they w- that they've been pumping for the past ten like five or ten weeks, and I wanted to know if you since this is a spiritual hour that we're talking about, did they really put that on to really put people back in the age of Pisces so they can't get to the age of Aquarius? Is is there a problem well, that go, we're going to do? So go ahead. Well, I think that
0: I think it was mostly it was to assuage people's. Um, Tensions and put them in um you know in, in their comfort zone so they can do what they need to do the whole point of sports has always been a distraction mm-hmm. it's been a distraction it's way all, all the way back to rome give the people game so they yeah. will be destroyed distracted. you know because at the end of the day what's the importance of basketball basketball doesn't you know it doesn't you know i mean it's is a game you know and p- people talk yeah. about these sports and saying like they really like is really really important to everyday life, and they're not. Now Michael Jordan is 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 a, one of my favorite athletes, and he's an amazing right, right. Um, amazing b- basketball player. And I thought that um, the last dance was very inspirational. I thought it was put together very well. I watched all that stuff, you know, that happened. I'm a big basketball fan, you know, but I, but yeah. I'm also able to understand, you know, put put stuff in the proper perspective. And I thought about that too. Why are they doing this? there are millions of people watching this and it's basically you know to keep people in the house and keep people distracted i I, I just see it as a distraction tool you know whenever they coming out with a you need to pay attention to what they're doing they just came out with house bill six 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 Mm -hmm. okay that's Mm -hmm. something that we should be talking about uh you see these videos they're talking about coming to people's houses you know they got touch and reach and contact everyone the trace act okay they're trying to trace you down and find out who you've been in contact with, and so they can put you in quarantine. Uh, somebody just told me they were trying to come to Georgia, and they're not letting people drive up to Georgia right now. They're turning them around. And if you jump oh. on a plane, you know, you, they want to know, they want you to fill out a form who you, you coming to see. You know, they, it's oh. almost like they're preparing for this. They're getting their records and everything ready, right, for when they get this act passed. And they're going to go ahead and start, you know, trying to get everybody to, okay, well, whoever you was in contact with, we're going to quarantine them too. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. nothing but an excuse to invade private. The sheriff was Mm -hmm. saying, they said, look, we are violating people's private rights. The only way they can come into the private is with a compelling public interest. Mm -hmm. And usually public safety is a compelling public interest. So that's what they're using. That's what they're using this pandemic, because it's allowing them to infringe on people's private property and private property rights. Mm -hmm. Property Mm -hmm. cannot be taken without due process. And uh, just compensation right now—that your, pri- your freedom is your property, your blood is your property, your body is your property. They're saying right now we can take that property because right, it's for the benefit of the all for the public at large.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is where your public service is getting out of line. In my opinion, are they all traitors, and we all know what happens to a trader. You see, exactly. You see, though,
3: my, my process—I've exactly. been doing it for about. I've been doing it for about thirty years, but you know I found out about the whole SPC thing, you know, fifteen years ago. But they, I was never explained on how to get out of it. it, it happens in a roundabout way. Like I said, I met some of your people, and it happened. But the craziest thing about it, like, like dude, you're one of the illest dudes <laughs> that I've ever listened to in my entire life. And I've been doing this for forever since I was a little kid. Everybody thought I was the, the outcast. You are on point. Now, like I said, I think the people should appreciate you even more because you're putting your your, your life on the line. You, you're doing all this out of love, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you got me out of so much because you made every book that you talked about, I've downloaded. I got every book that you've talked about. I researched my like 10 hours <laughs> day. You know what I mean? And right. people think I'm cute. Right. <laughs> you know, they like, yo, your boy is on tight. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's the one. You know what I mean? I And for anybody that's listening, I ain't getting paid, I you know, to say none of this. No, I just appreciate I'm really about appreciation and about the truth. And I don't believe everything you say. When you say it, I research it. So at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I need to understand this. Right. So, what,
0: what, what, and, and some of the things, you know, it's like hard to like, because like people ask for proof. And it's like, you know, what we're dealing with, it requires a different level of perception, um and um that's why the reading is necessary because when you read something over and over and over again your perception level gets deeper and deeper and increases and that's also when you begin to appreciate the depth of the author who wrote the paper like francis dealing with presentments which is one of my favorite papers you keep reading that paper and over and over and over again you get deeper and deeper understanding of the material the person who wrote that you to like thinking like man this dude who wrote this man it's Motherfucker know a lot of shit.
2: This mm-hmm. dude knows a lot
0: of stuff, man. You
2: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It
0: amazes me even sometimes, you know. But the average individual is not going to uh engage and uh go to that level of study. Most mostly because they don't have the time to, even though they had time now with this pandemic. But a lot of mm-hmm. people, you know, they're trying to get on with time and just trying to survive every day. But the average person doesn't have time. And that's why it's important for you to support your researches, those of us who are out here who have dedicated our lives to studying the material and bringing things to you. I try to make nice videos, and I try to give back oh, as do. much as I oh, can.
3: Oh, you be on point. <laughs> You'll be sure. I, I have no yeah.
0: complaints about the support I get. I have none. I don't have an ounce of
3: complaints about how
0: people support me.
3: Is there any way that we can get you uh, in California? Is, like If I put together something and we can get you here? Yeah. You know, I know we're going through some yeah, weird stuff They keep
0: you for two weeks. You know they're gonna keep me out there and quarantine. Me, that's what they're saying. I'm gonna be there. Oh, we
3: we'll take care of you. We'll take care of you well. You know, it's just a, a lot of cats. At the end of the day, they thinking I'm useless. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I show them videos and stuff in the books, and I'm like, man, I ain't nowhere where this dude's at. I say, you know, I study 24 hours a day. I listen right. to his videos when I fall asleep because you know that's. That's
0: audio suggests. You know, like you talk about yeah, the it all. And, and I used to do all of that. Stuff. I, used to do all, I used to go to sleep, listening to audios, um, you know, and reading stuff. And what it is is, man, you have to have an interest in it. Once you develop an interest in it, it becomes addictive. It becomes addictive, you know, and that's why so many people are into this because it's addictive information because you really do see um how it can free you and you really do see the truth in it the truth in it and then a lot of people will say well you know it's some sort of conspiracy theory or something like that which is a term i do not like um they try to because uh, what it is is the reason i like the term conspiracy theory because what it says to me is there's a group of people out there who are saying they are more intelligent than you that that this, the people who um get into this are less intelligent like there was a lot of people coming on my channel trying to get me to engage about flat earth theory. Now you see yeah. it. I'm, I'm seeing that they're, yeah. they're discrediting. People. They'll say, Oh, this person, he's also a flat earth theorist too. And everything, you know, you know, I said, they start attacking your character. You can see the long range plan of it, what they're attempting to do. They're coming on and saying, yeah, what do you think about flat earth theory? I'm like, okay, ain't Atlas holding up a, a the world on his back and it's round, why is that? Why do ancients have cop uh, pictures and things of the earth round?
3: Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like experience you know, mm-hmm.
0: and things like that. You know, that's why that's why I go off of just some common sense stuff with my ancestors showed me. But then you know, the last time you thought the world was flat, that was in the uh you know, in the uh
2: dark ages and so forth, it, you know. Exactly. When Europe, was,
3: you know what I'm saying? And you know what the crazy thing is, they have to they have to tell you the truth. So you know they they got disinformation cats you know you know the ABC people but that's the reason why they make the uh, they're making that monster verse because they're making everything look right. like it's a hollow a hollow planet you know what I mean like so they're making the monster verse Godzilla verse King Kong like I listen to all the stuff you be talking about and I just jot it down and I put it down and I'm like the keeper of information of my tribe so if people want anything I'd right. be like boom. And you really taught me public versus private because I had no understanding. Like, I thought I knew it until I went in and said a couple things in the public. You know, and at that time, the judge was like, this this dude isn't a bad dude because I don't have any bad intent. And they know everything about it. You know, so at the end of the day, they're looking at a computer screen of your whole life. So at the end of the day, they know that I didn't have any bad intentions. So he crossed his arms and he looked over at the bailiff. The bailiff looked at him. He paused with the recorder, told her to stop putting things on record, basically. And then he right. listened to everything. But then I started to understand what you were talking about when private administration. So at the end of the day, I learned it. I studied it. I watched the stuff. I got I got good with it. Then I started doing that. And it was a wrap after that. I started walking in there, and I didn't know whether they was going to hug me or give me a slice of cake. I was like, what the hell was going on in this building? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when me and my homie we left, and she looked at me, I looked at her, and I said, "He is a hundred percent correct. You will never know unless you on that battlefield." But
0: you on that, and everybody
3: virus to me. Is, the virus is fear, bro.
0: Yeah, everybody who's been personally mentored to me says the same thing. They said, "Cause I'll come at him. I say, now, you see? How would you ever know this if you didn't experience it for yourself?'" You can never know any of this that you're going through. You're going through it right now with these courts and everything. All this stuff that you're learning, you ain't learning this from reading and everything and listening to people and everything. Are people on there telling all this and some bullshit and everything? The only way you're going to know is you got to go through this yourself. And that's what's unique about this particular situation. It is about personal experience.
3: When you tell people, you know, don't use other people's templates and this, that, and the third, I think they get... Like, be bewildered because they don't want to think for themselves. But I'm a person, when you when you put that out there, it challenges me. So the judge that gave me something that challenged me. And I sat back and I was like, man, you used to say, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of got to write your own shit. You know what I mean? Excuse me. you know, yeah. custom, But at the end of the day, you got to write your own thing because they didn't see every template. You know, like, they there's seen, a book out there yeah. that you you me too. And it, it's the sovereign guy for like the judges, <laughs> you know, they, they have right. a book of where how they know how to answer you. Like, if they get up and right. they get a call and they put a recess in, they're getting a call from another judge, and they, that's right. This is what, yeah. this is what people ain't understanding, so they come back and Don't they come brand back, new and, they, and it's another, it's a new jurisdiction.
0: It, yep, it is. And you <laughs> know, the thing how you get good, you know, um, you get good by, um, Practice. In other words, you know, like, um, like when I, I always tell the story. You know, it was a, you know, the gentleman who, um, when I first got into this, we sitting across the table from everybody, uh, from each other. And he said, "Let me see your paperwork." And I had him paperwork I copied from somebody else. And he mm-hmm. looked at it like two seconds, threw it to the side. First thing he said, he said, "You need to stop. You need to stop copying other people's stuff." And mm-hmm. it kind of embarrassed me and everything. You know, granted. When I first read it that first time, I was like, man, I don't see how I can write this on my own. I mean, this is technical jargon. I look at it now, it's like ABC. You know, I'm like, Shh, I can write this shit, you know, on top of my head, you know what I'm saying? If I need mm-hmm. you, But it takes time to get to that point. It takes time. When you're in the beginning, you're looking at that paperwork. You're like, man, I can't do this. But after looking at it over and over and looking at different ones over and over and look at this over and over, you know, they say, okay, this is, you know, this is the same stuff, you know, over and over and over. People are talking about the same stuff. I heard somebody saying, um, somebody posted something on one of my, uh, chat that, uh, Anna Van Von Ritt, she's the highest level. I read her stuff. No, she's not
3: she Ain't saying that <laughs> nobody else ain't saying. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say that she's watching, okay. She's there's fine, some, she knows her stuff. But she fine. There's something that you always, <laughs> that you always yeah. say that I tell people I tell people this all the time. The principles don't change. Principles huh. change. <laughs> and, and, and you you hit me with that and I be listening. And I'm like, all right, I need to go study these ten maximums. I need to go study, you know, I've been in, I've been in Ethel since I was a little kid. So at and that's so that's never been a problem. So when you talk about hermetic philosophies and you know all this and that I love it because ain't nobody else doing that man. And and that's coming from the ancestral realm because you know I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in, I'm deep in the industry and we'll talk about that on, on another day. But one of my my one of my main homeboys is Killer Priest, you know from the Sons of Man.
2: Okay,
3: I so at the end right. of the day he said your arms are too short to box with God. So at the end of the day, that's what's really going on. We got people out here, they're frustrated because their time is up and you can't fight the most High.
0: (laughs) You can't. And let me say this. When somebody says that your arms are too short to box with God, that's a natural law principle because what it is, is it's like the law of allowance. You can't fight against the laws. There are laws, immutable laws, okay, that are put in place by the creator Immutable means and out of respect to a person, and that's just the Christian way of saying it. Y'all are too short to box with God, and so forth. You know, the Christians got like lot of nice little ways of saying stuff too. You know, that yeah, would convey, nice um, I guess I convey a meaning. But then when you try to put it in other terms and let them know, and you know, try to take them, remove them from the spookism. And when I say spookism, that there's some invisible man up in the cloud looking over everything yeah. and everything. You know, that's. That's where the challenge comes in, but a lot of them do have a good grasp of principles, certain universal principles and spiritual laws, and so forth. They do, you know. But a lot mm-hmm. of them are still caught up in spookism, you know. Spookism, yeah, yeah. They, you know. They, you know, God, they, they ain't grasp God, God is all knowing, all powerful, and all present hmm All present.
3: Well, you, well, you know what? <laughs> Lose them. I know you. I know you got a, a billion of other people. It's always a blessing. Like I was sitting here, I swear on everything. I swear on my mama's chitlin recipe, and I don't eat chitlins. I'm a vegan. <laughs> at the at the end of the day, I was like, man, please call my number like the Bozo Show for the grand prize game. And she <laughs> called my number. I was like, yo, it's right. Uh huh. We're on the shadow phase of this Mercury retrograde, and it's gonna be weird. This Mercury retrograde gonna be weird coming up here in a minute. What this is my last question to you before uh, getting an email or something, so we we can bring you out here because people really want to see you. You know what I mean? Because I I promote things like right. like um, Don King. <laughs> so at the right. end of the day, people <laughs> want to know where I'm getting this damn info from. They're like, where? Cause yeah, I, 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 my,
0: I I I used to come out and speak before crowds all the time, you know, and like um, you know, I just kind of like went on a little hiatus, but. You know I'm ready to get back out there, especially after this hell. I'm ready to travel. <laughs> and yeah, do and we, can, we
3: can set up a yeah. private room. You know, there's a bunch of people in the industry that want to get down. If you know what I mean. So at the, okay. at, at at the, end, right, at the right. end of the day, they're seeing how I'm living my life. The biggest thing that you taught me with SPC, because I know you got a lot of people that's waiting for your call and waiting to talk to you. You taught me how to ghost. I don't know if anybody really remembers the the movie. After Earth, or whatever, or I guess that was be yeah. Will and his son, and they could feel those monsters could feel your fear, and that's when they could attack you. But if you had no fear, if you're an SPC, you should never be getting in trouble. <laughs> you should never go in dishonorment. That's a true you
0: SPC. And another thing is you have to you have to live your life honorably. You know that's another thing. You know it's like once you um well, one of the things that I have to learn about character, um mm-hmm. you know your character has to be of a certain sort as well. You know you can't be of the character and see that's what a lot of the anti-sovereigns they'll say. Oh, you think you're gonna go out and uh, speed sixty miles an hour through a school zone, or you know you know it's like oh you know because I know this information I have a license uh, to uh, you know violate. Laws, or to endanger my fellow man, or something like that, and that's not it at all. What what no. I, what it is is the right not to allow my fellow man to leech off of me, or to become parasitical on me, or you know, or mm. to unlawfully, you know, my uh, property and so forth. That's what we're talking about, you know, because when mm-hmm. I go out and work, right, twenty hours, uh, forty hours a week, and then you pull me over for a speeding ticket, okay, and it's a five hundred dollar fine, okay, you just stole twenty hours of my life. Mm. My check was $1,000. I worked 40 hours for the week. My check was $1,000. And this traffic ticket is 500 You just took 20 hours of my
2: life. Oh. Mm. Oh. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. You stole my labor. Wow. He's stealing my labor. My labor is my own
0: labor. A workman is worthy of his life, so no.
3: However you want to value it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know, so no. And so the next thing about being a secure party is you have to understand that the Federal Reserve is a private entity and you're private too. y'all on equal footing. If they want to man. issue um, uh, uh, negotiable instruments backed by labor, hell, why can't you? Oh, wow. not hey, backed you mean, by nothing. Hey,
3: they're worth,
0: man, they're really worth a old. piece of paper, piece really, of paper admitted in, in 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 their document. OK, in their document. Okay, money, modern money mechanics issued by the Chicago Federal Reserve Board, tell you straight up, okay, these are worthless pieces of paper that only have value because the people think they have value, okay? So if you can do that, why I can't put together a bill of exchange or something like that and hand somebody a bond, okay, and then write some negotiable instruments against it? I can, and that's what this is all about, a mindset and understanding, okay. hey, this corporation, you on the same playing field you on. we all on the same playing field. Mhm. It's a,
2: it's really like in the wild, wild west. People just don't know it. Why? Because they're dependent.
3: Mm. They depend mm.
2: somebody else to do it.
3: And, in the wild, and you wild you west. Hit, you hit it right on the head, bro. You hit it right on the head. Like you taught me. You taught me how to stay in honor. A lot of cats don't know. They don't know the basic principles. Like when you got that video on there, I, I shoot you know, the video for newbies to people and this, that, and the third, you know, I guide them towards, you know, you know, the formats that you have you know, because I, I've had a lot of teachers over this lifetime, but you are definitely top five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because okay. I didn't know that you was a, I didn't know that you was a Taurus, you know, cause I teach astrology, chakra cleansing, crystal therapy, all, I teach all that. So at the end of the day, right. I cleanse my shoppers every day. You know what I mean? So, When I I hear when I hear you talking, I knew it was. I was trying to guess your sign. Me and my homegirl, I was like, "Is he an Aquarius?" Yeah, we were just trying to figure it out. And when I found out he was a Taurus, I was like, "Yep, tough love." But you know, at the end of the day, (laughs) we appreciate you. The whole crowd appreciates you. Everybody appreciates you, bro. Like I don't follow anybody or anything, but I do listen, and I'm able to be taught. You know what I mean? And. Without without you over the past four years, I probably would have been as the same, bro. You, you you keep my mind together you, because I'm a thinker, and I just keep thinking, and I just keep thinking. But I'm also a currency generator as well. You know what I mean? So at the, at the right. end of the day, um, if there's an email that I can jot down or whatever, I'm going to try to get that down, you know, because I know you got people talking, and I, I want to be considerate. You know what I mean? And not try to hold up all this all this energy because that's not even good for my karma. Right. Is, is there, is
2: <laughs> right.
3: There, is there an email that I that I can uh, reach you at? Oh yeah.
0: High frequency blog talk at gmail dot com. High frequency blog talk. High frequency blog talk at gmail dot com.
3: Frequency.
0: At gmail dot com. Yeah. At gmail. And hey, I just wanna yeah. And I want to speak with you real quick. There is a sheriff in Oregon. I just want you to know you contacted me. I did get your email if you're watching this. And uh, yes, I would be open to coming out there as well. And if I got invited out somewhere by a sheriff, um, and um, I'm I'm going to look into it. I had not got a chance to respond to you yet, but I did get the message. Yeah, hey, hey,
3: them sheriffs ain't bad. Not all of them. You know what I mean? Like, my thing, my
0: this. They, they, they understand that they have the they they protect the Constitution, man. I they they lo- they the law, public. they hold all the land. Yeah.
3: You know, you said something you the say, have me, that had, you had me rolling, bro. Like you be sad. like some people be pissed off, but you just be you you're so blunt. You're like, how are you gonna get mad, basically, when you went to a park that's owned by the public, you dummy? Know? And you went to and you wanna start talking constitution constitutional rights and you don't have any constitutional rights. You are an idiot. So that's their yeah. property. So they can take you off of their property. Okay, won't you go get some alluvial land, some milieu, get get the land patent, build you a house like Little House on the Prairie, put a park there, and put private park. You ain't gotta worry about all that.
0: Well then there's a thing where um I'm going to tell y'all a good case. I'm going to give y'all a good case that um I learned that really helped me a lot. Um I'm going to give you this case. Let's see if I got this uh it's coming out of this um it's coming out of this American Jurisprudence on on a uh, Business Trust, I'm gonna put the link, I'm gonna put the link to it right here in the uh chat. Okay. Now I can read it. And once you go down here to um you're gonna start reading American jurisprudence, you go start going into the case citation. And mm-hmm. right if I pull it a hold on, let me get let me get it real quick. Uh you go to heck okay, versus Mally. This is red. Uh, all of these, uh, when you look on here, all these, all these citations, every, um, that you're seeing, this is where you get your study in, but there's a real good case on here that yeah. discusses public and private it's, it's a, it's a trust law case and, yeah. um, this judge giving, this judge is giving it up. He is really like, um, educating people on the distinction between public and private. Let me see if I can... Um, uh, Reading versus... Um, uh, Google Scholar. And those of you don't know Google Scholar, I'm going to put the link on it. You can pull up a lot of case law on Google Scholar. Let me give you all a link. and put a link in the chat room right there for you. And y'all go over to Google Scholar and then you click on case law.
3: So that's a Google Scholar.
0: Yeah, Google Scholar and Evans versus Newton. It's called Evans versus Newton. Here, here's the case right Evans here. I'm going versus. to put it in. It's called
3: Evans
2: versus
0: Let me put the link in the chat room for you. All right, there it is right there. Y'all can click on that. Evans versus Newton. Okay, now I want y'all to go down. Okay, I'm going to give y'all a uh, little lesson real quick. This is a trust law case. And I found this case by reading American Jurisprudence. Okay, Mm -hmm. and what it is, is it's about a park. We were just discussing a park, about a public Mm -hmm. park. A senator had bequeathed this park to the city. And it was a private park. He didn't want black people in it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But they were utilizing public trustees. So there was a mixture going on, of public and private. Remember, I told you, public and private can't mix. Okay. Uh, so uh-huh. what happened? You, what happened at this? Um, uh, at the end of this case, I will tell you that they had to end up giving the uh, part back to the family uh, because they weren't able to administer it. But this judge, he's going to give. Um, let's see. Under the circumstance, let's see. Some very narrow context. Momentum of the party equally evident in the city's own interest. i fine uh, with his judge. He starts breaking down this public and private. Um, I think it is. Uh, uh, there are two complementary complimentary. One is, yeah, right here. This is, this is, uh, yeah, this is it. And this is 299. If you go down there on the side where it says 299 on the side, that's the paragraph. It says there are two complementary principles to be reconciled in this case one is the right of the individual to pick his own associates so as to express his preferences and dislikes and to fashion his private life by joining such clubs and groups as he chooses the other is the constitutional ban and the equal protection clause of the 14th amendment against state-sponsored racial inequality and if you remember Scalia on that the role of the supreme court under the constitution Mm -hmm. He had, to, he had to educate Don Feinstein, him and Judge Scalia. You can find it on the Internet. We had to uh, t- educate her about the 14th Amendment. He said, he said, hey, the 14th Amendment don't say nothing about private discrimination. It's public discrimination. Because the Constitution mm-hmm. is for public
2: purposes,
0: not private. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can discriminate along in the private if you want to. You can't come to something that's government-funded and discriminate.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay? Damn
0: Okay, it's a distinction. So that's what he's talking about. So him mentioning the 14th Amendment is just like saying public. He said a Mm -hmm. private golf club, however however restricted to either Negro or white membership, is one expression of freedom of association. Notice they said a private private golf club, if you want to restrict it to all white or if you want to restrict it to to all Negro. Okay, that's freedom Mm -hmm. of expression, but it's private. It's private. But a municipal, uh-huh. public, municipal is public, golf course uh-huh. that serves only one, is state activity, because the public is state, okay, All right? is state activity indicating a preference on a matter as to which the state must be neutral. What is private action and what is state action is not always easy to determine, Okay. Uh-huh. Conduct that is formerly private may become so entwined with governmental policies or so impregnated with a governmental character as to become subject to the constitutional limitations placed upon state action. Very important sentence for you to understand. Okay, we're talking about private, and then now we're talking about government, which is public. Okay, whenever you say that word government, you're talking about public, and they become so entwined, now the constitutional limitations come into place because now you took a private action and, and contaminated it with something public. And now the Constitution has applicability toward that. The Constitution is a limitation on government. It keeps them from encroaching into the private. Contract law is private as private rights.
1: Mm-hmm. Private
0: people govern them contracts. We talking about a contract trust, a contractual cut, that's a private trust. Mm-hmm. That's private contractual trust. Everything is through contract.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we have to have distinction. The contract rules the private. Constitution rules the
3: public. Oh, mm, OK. OK. <laughs> you know, so okay. I
2: understand
0: because people, a lot of people you talk to, they'll give you the impression that the Constitution is this all-encompassing document that pervades each and everything. The Constitution is what governs government.
3: Inform mm-hmm. the
0: government and the government what their limitations are. And one so of those
3: clauses,
0: it's one of the clauses in that private property clause is the clause in there and, there, and the contract clause is to keep them from coming over into the private. That's why it was put in there mm. to keep them within the delegated for authority safe, for a safeguard. And it's a trust, it's a trust document all day long. People can say yeah, that's one thing I did agree will, with Paul about
3: when he said it was a trust document. He's up. About the trust. Back in the day, you were talking about the trust. Um... Right, I dug deep, and, you know, I'm just going to put it out there like this because I know you're going to get it. Um, you know, I just, you know, started getting down with the buck. You know what I mean? You know, and it's art. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And people don't want to pay that much money for it. But at the end of the day, where there's a will, there's a way. You're the one got me on trust, but right. I wanted to get the ultimate trust. So, you know, the buck, it's the one. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, yeah.
3: yeah you, already know. you already know. So, But at the end of the day, my thing trip. is this. Thank you for giving me the time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to set that situation up because I know that I can. You know what I mean? I'm a manifester. When it comes down to human design, I'm a manifester, so that's what I do. So at the, at the end of the day, if I could put something out there to your listeners that I learned from you, please, what brothers and sisters, the gods, Earth, whatever, 5%ers, whatever you call yourself, more Science Temple, whatever. Please don't get yourself caught up as a debtor defendant coming up in these next few months. So get with this man, Yusuf, and get your status corrected. Because if you go in that courtroom as a debtor defendant, you might as well just handcuff yourself. But thank you. I really appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.
3: You're You're a good brother, man. Thank you for the understanding and 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 teaching, brothers. Because what you taught me, I've taught hundreds of people. You know, so it's it's a blessing.
0: It. And that was what, the, and that was the reason for it. That's what I'm hoping people do, spread it, because that's the only thing that's really going to change everything. We got the masses get educated. You know, that's the real change that we're looking for is getting the masses educated because it's our responsibility because we are the ones that are supposed to be over, over the oversight of our public servants. And we're not doing that. We're not doing that.
3: It, because we've exactly. Been down. exactly. It's, it's please listeners. Like I said, I'm not getting paid. I don't, I don't, I don't do none of that. I'm not promoting the show. None of that. Please get yourself right. And this, this is one of the cats that will get you right. He's honest. He don't do any weird, weird stuff. He's respectable, and, and, and his business reputation precedes him. So at the end of the day, if you don't get it right, they got you. Thanks, Jusuf. I, I truly All appreciate right. you. We this up.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a nice brother, night.
3: Jake, uh, yeah, the email will be coming from X.
0: Okay. All right. Peace, All right. peace.
3: All right. Peace, peace. All right.
0: Thank you for that. Let's go to area code 919 You're on the line. What's on your mind? You're on high frequency radio. Yeah, you're on the air. I'm on the air. You're on the air. Hello? Yep. You're
4: on
2: the
0: air. Hello? Oh, air? Can you hear me? Yes, I can, can hear you. Hear you. <laughs> okay, okay I'm
2: sorry. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can. This is my first time calling in, so I didn't know which number to the mass, mass use um okay. I no, got you a good question good, for you. All right. I I got a good question for you. It's about this gold thing. Uh, I've been hearing right. you know that, that we might be going back into, you know, the, the gold standard. And I and I've been now I've been studying under you and another brother who's who right now he's incarcerated, so I, I won't call his name. But right. um I've l i have I learned quite a lot from the two of you. And so I've been thinking right. about this gold standard thing and you know, I, I, through the two of you, I learned that the only reason that the government is able to, to put this, uh, to put us under this color, this color of law, is because we're operating and functioning under colorable money. Right. And so, if, right. The, if if the nation goes back under the gold standard, now we, now American, we will be able to now purchase and buy our product instead of offsetting. Right. So What's to,
0: the difference to, between having money of account and money of exchange? So, yeah.
2: Correct. You know. correct. So, so so we, we get back to this uh, constitution, I mean, not constitution, if we get back to this gold standard of money, would that also cancel out this fake uh, colorable law that we're under now at, at this moment?
0: Well, I mean, we, when you talk about that, you're talking about the court system. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, you have to have a you have to go back to uh, the reason that they have to create, you know, the court system that they have, which is colorable, is because, you know, you're not you don't have any substance backed currency. All right. So, exactly. yeah, they had. to, And then, um you know, the Constitution tells you very clearly, OK, that gold and silver is used for the payment of debt. So how are they using money that other than gold and silver, how they are using it is the loophole that's in Article One, Section 8, Clause 17. And what that is, Correct. is and people have to understand separation of powers and everything. Congress, is called the plenary power doctrine, a plenary power doctrine. Congress has ultimate authority over all of their insular possession, okay? So in but, other words, the other judicial branches or uh, the other branches of government cannot infringe on another branch of government as long as they are acting within the ambit of their delegated authority, okay? So when Congress, uh, when they are dealing with their own property, the judicial branch of government can't come over and tell them anything unless they are making some sort of constitutional violation. So they operated outside of the Constitution under the plenary power doctrine. Okay, so it's under territory. So when dealing with a territory, Congress can do whatever they want. So they exactly. created these Federal Reserve districts. These Federal Reserve districts, which are territories. Look up the word district. And you wanna see it's a territory. These yes. are territory. Oh, it's, and the and the and the U.S. District Courts are territory, so they're operating within. It's constitutional in the sense that it falls under the plenary power doctrine under Article One, Section Eight, Clause Seventeen. But they don't; they're not bound by the restrictions of the Constitution because they're operating in a territory and not in the uh, Republic.
2: Yeah. Well, going back to the gold standard, would that not cancel out their plenary powers? Under the um, well,
0: it should give us they are, the law, always affords a remedy, so it should give us access to Article Three Court. You know, go back to Article Three Court, because right, that's exactly. the problem. Nobody's going to Article Three Court. Article Three Courts are there to protect private rights. I got that right. from the a, a U.S. Supreme Court judge. The problem
2: we're having no use of is that we We don't know what course of article three or article one uh I, I looked it up and I could only find two article three uh appeal courts
0: uh, uh, the the so best I mean, case you
2: can find where they are,
0: where they are giving you a description of it is american american insurance let me pull up the case American insurance company versus cantor that particular case. Okay, now I got into an argument with a guy. who's was trying to tell me that's talking about X, Y, and Z. You're reading a case, you're reading a case for the principles. And the principle that's being discussed in here is separation of powers and the distinction between the Article One Court and the Article Three Court. And so Correct. basically let me read you to the uh, the syllabus here let me put the link up in the chat room if y'all want to read along with me. Y'all can read along with me in the chat. And right here it says the Constitution of the United States confers absolutely on the government of the Union the, the power of making war and making treaties. Consequently, the government possesses the power of acquiring territory either by conquest or treaty. Okay, and that's what and, and you can read a uh, a case called um, on con, uh, 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 a title by conquest. It's on my website uh, solutions dot com.
1: Okay, yeah, that's particular that particular case where.
0: The judges, he going, out, he going along talking about when Congress goes in and acquires land by conquest, we don't have nothing to do with that. They can't get involved right. in it, primarily because of separation of powers because they have the delegated power to make war, okay? So uh, the other branches of government can't infringe on that. That's why it's called separation of powers. But it goes on, it says, uh, let's see right here. Um, it says, later in revenue collection, let's see. All right, this is my... Uh, Let's see. The judges of the you're right here. It says the judges of the Superior Courts of Florida hold their offices for four years. Think about your county, your counties in your state, how many judges get elected and they hold uh, they have to get reelected and so forth. These courts then are not constitutional courts. okay? in which the judicial power conferred by the Constitution on the general government can be deposited. They are incapable of receiving it. They are legislative courts created in virtue of the general right of sovereignty which exists in the government or in virtue of the clause which enables Congress to make laws regulating territories belonging to the United States. He's referencing Article I, Section 8, Clause 17 and the Plenary Power Doctrine when he starts talking about the sovereignty. This is what they mean when they said uh, the government has what is called a qualified sovereignty. The United States right. is sovereign, but it's qualified. They're qualified when they're operating like this. They're sovereign. Right. But they are a government by and the Republican form of government is for the people and by the people. They are public servants.
2: And the, that's where you know, party you, party you know These you know, are Article that's, One that's that's judges, so, party so party right, here, one judges, right
0: Yeah, exactly he's breaking it down. Now you will find this same case being talked about in when you look up Article One courts in America uh, in the United States Constitution analysis interpretation. You're going to find when we start trying to look for that distinction, them Supreme Court judges, they start referencing this case right here. And the reason that they're referencing this case, because this is the principle. Forget what the case is about. We're talking about constitutional principles right now. And that constitutional principle, to understand your judicial system, like the legislative courts, they exercise judicial power in that they are adjudicating matters that are under their cognizance, Okay, which are matters of commercial matters. Because what? Where did they get the power to do that? Under Article One, Section Eight, Clause Three, they turned everything what? into a commercial matter. And I just seen a professor so, uh, actually, talking about the same thing.
2: Actually, they, they're not—they're not acting as judges because they're not under a judicial authority. they're actually acting as arbitrators.
0: They're administrators. They have a ministerial duty to perform. If you ever go into a a, a foreclosure case, the guy in there, like here in Georgia, everything he says when he starts the case. It's written. It's pre-written in the statute. He's just reciting it where he have it memorized. But they being told what to say. They got a ministerial duty to perform. They're looking at they making all the pomp and majesty of a court. They didn't dress it up to look like something other than what it is. But they're With a ministerial duty to perform. And the word ministerial means that it'll, it don't require no expertise. Or anything, they have to do what the <laughs> fuck they told. And that's why they're called administrators. They're administering something for someone, just like a trustee of a trust. Uh,
2: you, so let me, okay,
0: let me, let me ask you a question. What's right. going on? Uh, I,
2: I, and I,
1: I'm going take, take the left on this one. Justice. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to take it
2: to the left on this one. Okay. Uh, All right, go ahead. Uh, the judge uh, that that's ruling on General friends case that. Uh, that the prosecutor has decided to dismiss the case and the judge won't allow the prosecutor to dismiss right now. He has no, he has no, uh, uh, no controversy before him to adjudicate.
0: Well, but both sides, choose to dismiss the case? I don't see how it can't be dismissed because a judge is just an, uh, just is just an unbiased arbiter in the dispute between two opposing parties. So I'm not seeing uh he's a referee. So I don't see how the reference. If, if both of the contestants want to end the combat, does he have anything to do with that? You know, usually, exactly. though, if a prosecutor wants to, after, after the institution of some sort of uh, uh, action, the other side has to agree to have it um, dismissed. Both sides have to agree to that. That's has to be a stipulation right, coming this, from both parties.
2: Yeah, this, this particular judge, I don't know if you're familiar with the case, but this particular judge is refusing to dismiss and actually calling in another judge to assist on to assist him on trying to force the prosecutor to prosecute. Well,
0: you know, if a prosecutor drops a case like here in Georgia under OCGA 1711-4, let me read this to you because this same principle applies in all the states. OCGA 17114, and this talks about the prosecutor. You know what? What the prosecutor. And this is what happens, and I'm sure it has something to do with this. I'm sure it has something to do with this. OCGA
2: Seventeen eleven four. 4. I'm pulling up. OC. Okay. I'm pull up this code. 17, 11, four, division.
0: Okay, and then the title to that particular statute is the imposition of costs and jail fees upon the prosecutor or complainant. It says the prosecutor's name shall be endorsed on every indictment. You're going to find indictments that aren't endorsed if you start paying right. attention to them. And he shall be compelled to pay all cost, cost is another word that you have to look up, and jail fees upon the acquittal or discharge of the person accused. Now, this is also why when we go into court, we say, um, I direct the judge to direct the prosecutor to provide the assessment for the charges along with the certified audit trail of all transactions, including the voucher, as well as all disbursement documents and receipts. The reason we're saying this is because we're trying to determine what the cost of the case is, because there's an operational presumption in place that you're not concerned with how much the case uh, is costing or if there is a cost. And this is segueing right. us into the bid bond. I'm trying to get to the bid bond. Okay, I know all right, y'all right. judging everything. Y'all probably just hit with chagrin when I said bid bond, because
4: y'all. <laughs> hey, get to bid bond.
0: But it goes on. It says the grand jury, by its foreman on returning a no bill, expresses as its opinion that the prosecution was unfounded or malicious. A jury on the trial of the prosecution finds it to be malicious, or the prosecution is abandoned before trial. When it is thus abandoned, the officer who issued the warrant shall enter a judgment against the prosecutor for all the costs and enforce it by an execution in the name of the state or by an attachment for contempt. An attachment for contempt is a warrant for an arrest, in case y'all not familiar with that word. So it sure has something to do with that. That judge is maybe even trying to protect him or something like that, because when he starts dropping a case, okay, he becomes liable. And this is what they're talking about in creditors and their bonds, the hot potato game. OK, who's liable for the case? OK, this man just correct. signed his name on, a, on, an, on an indictment or something I'm like done, that correct. where he takes on the liability. Who's liable? And that's why it's always who's liable. Somebody's liable for arresting you and putting you in jail and then you and they have to drop the charges and you don't get in, uh, convicted of anything. But that's why they got a 98 percent conviction rate. They have to convict you because they let people go. They're going to be liable for something. So they usually try to convict you of something, maybe give you a miss, drop it from a felony to a misdemeanor, get you to plea out on it or something like that. Because if you were just right. to get all the charges dropped, somebody's liable. And it's a lot of fucking money for, keep, for, for taking somebody's freedom and holding them in jail for a certain amount of time. You need to seize their public hazard bond that is with the municipality, that's held in the municipality, and make them uninsurable for public service.
2: Yeah, that's, Talk that's to
0: your a lot of nuggets you just spit out. Uh you... Talk to your local risk management. They are waiting for you to right. call. They're down there doing nothing. Call them. They say, I can't believe somebody called us. What would you like to know?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of nuggets right there. Um I, I have like four cases that I'm working with now with this uh driving without a license thing. And uh I have a case that's four years old. And and like I said, it's been telling from you and this other brother, and the things that I put before him, uh, I, I keep getting new court dates, but you know, I can't I can't get a trial.
0: Can't get a trial. Well, they are not gonna take you to trial. Hell, they'll they'll keep right reset one. The First time I went through this, I think they reset mine forty five times. I went back and counted, like forty five <laughs> times hit, on I'm the count. That's what they, and that's what they do. You know, they start threatening you and everything, and like you not first of all, you shouldn't be going to trial. Okay, trial means mm-hmm. that there is an issue of fact, okay? If you mm-hmm. did everything properly or, or in some kind of way you have not satisfied the debt, you know, you could ask for the a matrix of the uh, particular case. If this is involving a criminal matter, ask for the matrix. The matrix is the original signed document bringing the charges against you, not a copy, okay? You want that right. because that, that is the negotiable instrument that you want to sign and uh, uh, to uh, get rid of the case. Now the thing is, is they have a, out their books are out of balance. They there is a debt, and what they try to do is they try to get you to, um, you know they don't never want to reveal this to everybody. All the stuff that I'm t- talking to you right now, they'll try to posture themselves as, oh, what are you talking about? This don't have nothing to do with commerce and all this kind of stuff. The UCC don't have nothing to do with this and all that. You know you're gonna hear all of that kind of stuff from them. But all you exactly. gotta do is do a study of the Constitution, just study of the Constitution and separation of powers, just. One thing leads to another and you're going to come to the same conclusion I'm coming to. These ain't no damn Article 3 courts. These are Article 1 legislative tribunals that we're going into and they and then we go and study the history of the commerce courts how they were um abolished but the the, the US district courts uh, uh, absorbed the commerce courts. And now you're going to like, hmm, "Okay, I'm seeing where this is going." But it takes a little study. It'll take a lot of study. Just start studying separation of powers. You'll see it. But as far as getting them to, right. um, you know, go in and, and uh, 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 demand that they dismiss the case and, uh, you know, and ask the judge next time, uh, Yana, will your bond withstand the commercial
2: liability that's being
0: introduced into this court today? Because right. obviously right. you want to. Be
2: liable for it. Well, uh, you actually uh not, not going too deep into it. I, I put an arbitration in my case, arbitration award um, in, in my case. I filed it in my case and they trying to get around that. And they trying to get around it hard. You know, well, I, I'm just uh, but you're,
0: seeking, you're seeking some sort of agreement from the other party. I mean, you should, um, You can accomplish, you accomplish that through doing a administrative process. Okay, defaulting them Exactly. That, okay, exactly. They'll, they'll, they'll seek, a, seek a declaratory judgment on your administrative process, have it removed from that case, from that court. And go ask for a declaratory judgment on your administrative process, your certificate of non-response, okay? And get a ruling on that, and then go and God. then once you get a ruling, and you go into the other thing, but get a ruling. Right. You got you got to get caught up in the things that they're talking about. You only there to talk about what you want to talk about, which is okay. Did you answer my correspondence? All right, because it's everybody. You talking about you want to go to arbitration? Well, you already tried to, uh, you know. Um, uh, 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 reach a full settlement enclosure before you ever got to court. That's what your paperwork and your administrative process represents. That's what your Notorious Certificate of Service represents. It represents that you made a good faith effort and try to resolve this matter before it went this far. As it says in Matthew 5.25, agree with your adversary before you get to court. Least he hand you over to the judge, the judge hand you over to the bailiff, and the bailiff cash you into prison. I tell you, you will not come out until you pay the very last penny. That is admiralty. Okay, those are debtors' prisons. That's what we're involved with today. When they put you in jail for child support, that's debt. Child support is a debt collection. So you in that says that you can't put me in jail for a debt. But I read what the attorney general says you can for a um for uh what a uh a um he said for uh what kind of code? Uh it was an attorney general opinion. You can't put nobody in jail for a debt, but uh for, uh, for a penal code violation, you can. I think that's what he said. It was years ago I read it. It was an mm-hmm. attorney general opinion I got from the law library where he said it because I was studying child support. I said, well, how are they putting people in jail for debt? Well, they said, we're not putting you in jail for debt. We're putting you in jail for contempt of court. You know, you willfully uh, willfully violating the court order when you if you exactly ain't got no job, right. you ain't got no money for that shit, you know what I'm saying? They got to make $1,000 right, a, right. a month and you on
2: Okay. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Was, they tripping, man. Devil! No. Cause a, I, 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 I hit the judge with the Federal Arbitration Act, and I told the judge, I said, well, you have the award. It's already been arbitrated, and you got the award in you, your hand. Are, are you going to follow the award as it's written? Uh, or you know, or you not? Using an
0: act, mean, an acts and statutes as a property, if you're going to use... If you're gonna use a commercial remedy, you got to use that. Or if you're gonna use an act or a statute, you got to use that. If you're gonna use a public remedy or a private, but you can't mix both. Because public and private True. do not mix. What were, and where were you learning that at? You were learning that, and uh, there's a good document you know, on the internet that goes into that. It says what does what does uh, acceptance for value mean? You should read that document because he goes in on
2: that the I time. You. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Because like right, you said. Go um, ahead. Because my process, my process I use is a private process. I was using the arbitration award coming from an arbitrator to bring it over into the private. I mean, over into the public. Okay, well, the thing, well, well, the thing about I it is, like, that.
0: fancy, fancy, is like in creditors and the bonds, there's an attorney, there's an attorney instruction letter. Okay, in that particular letter, it talks about a third-party intervener. Now, it never mentions, um uh rule uh the uh rules of civil procedure from the federal it's rule twenty four from the civil procedure that's never mentioned but the principle is being taken out of there. The wording can right. be used as long as you don't ever reference the statute. Okay? Because you gotta understand these statutes are re- are all written on basic principles. A lot of them coming from right. the common law. So the, this is why right. you want to ma- master principles. Because it don't even matter if the statute is there or not. There's a print there's a legal principle that is in existence. They have to obey it. It's a principle of law. No matter if they put in a statute or not. Principle of law. You know what I'm
2: saying? So I'm coming so, from the private side. Of, and so instead of instead of quoting this actual act or statute, which is a statute, I should be quoting the principality of that act.
0: You know, you know like, hey, I'm going to tell you this. I never forgot this. There was a, uh, my very first guest I ever had on high frequency radio, he was a Hebrew, Israelite. He like, I know his brother, and I follow his case. And he won his case. He went to trial and won his case. One of the few people I ever see win a case going to trial like that. Now they held him in jail for 21 months and took him to trial, and he won. Now he won, man. Is every time it, it, What it was is they tried to get him for squatting in one of their houses and everything. Right. And what he did was right. every time every time they asked him a question and everything, he gave a verse from the Bible. He understood the property laws in the Bible gave a verse from the Bible. Every time he uh, answered the question, he knew that Bible. He knew that Old Testament back when it (laughs) was Gave an answer. Because that's where they're coming from. All the laws in this country come from the Bible and Blackstone commentary.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: The judge comes in. used to come into the court with a Bible under his arm. He got on a black robe like a priest. And the courtroom ain't nothing but a church. A church converted over to... uh, to adjudicate because who used to be the original judges? The priest.
2: The priests, right. That's right.
0: I think you can do your own research from there. You can go into ecclesiastical law and you can see what I'm talking about. A trial is a scam. Somebody say trials are scam. They are scams. That's why that's why one of the four rules, the fourth rule is do not participate in public play. That's the fourth rule. I say do not participate in public controversy. But the originally when you look up it in creditors and a bond, it says do not participate in public play. It's a play, it's a stage play, it's a play. Putting right. play. So they put on for you. Said that you're absolutely right. It's a damn scam. It is. All
2: right, brother. I gotta go. I gotta move on. Hope that helps you. Thank you, thank you, user. I appreciate it, and uh, I hope you the best. I wish you the best,
0: I wish you best too, brother. Peace, peace. All right, let me go on to the next caller real quick before it get too late. What time is it, man? 38. i rolling. rolling, rolling, wow, rolling. So 909 area code 3190. You on the line? What's on your mind? High frequency radio. Peace to the God. Your, your, your microphone is open. Hello. Your microphone hello?
2: is open. I can hear you. I,
0: hello. Can you hear me?
2: <laughs> hello.
0: Can you
4: Hello? hear me? Can you hear me? Hello?
0: Oh, my goodness gracious.
4: Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
0: All right. I can hear you. I can hear you. How you doing?
4: Cool. Pretty good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Can. What can I do
4: for right. you? I, uh, I came into all this information a little early with uh, Ernie Craig and got a little overzealous about it and found myself in the court case. Um, I thought I'd try out my knowledge and I went into court and I did the whole, uh, acceptance for value thing. Uh, what it was is I was trying to terminate my probation early according to the contract. Uh, you can do that after a year and a day. So it was about a year and a half into it. Right. Um, I told the judge, uh, I appointed her as trustee, told her I wanted her to, uh, dismiss the case. And I wanted eight hundred and fifty thousand in compensation. And apparently, the uh, probation department submitted a fraudulent document trying to say that I owed money. So of course, the uh, judge went with them on their side. So what I see now is, uh, she said at this time she's only dealing with what's on calendar. Well, what was on calendar was the renegotiation of the contract.
0: Um, Well, they can they want to say she can say whatever she wants to say. Uh, you, got, you got freedom of speech. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's because that's you scared her. When they started talking like that, I'm only going to deal with what's on the calendar. Oh, no, you're not. How are you going to tell me how you're going to deal with it on the calendar? This is germane to the case because this is a debt collection. Okay, and they're hiding that fact. Go in there and ask them for the bid bond. See how they act. But can I get the bid bond to this case? Going at, next time you go in your, in, in your probation office, ask them, can you get the uh, tax ID number? Can you report this on your taxes? and see how to look on their face and see how they start doing, you know, see what they're doing. See, you got to, not to say that they will give you that information, but you got to start proving stuff to yourself because they run their entire operation like it's McDonald's, like it's a drive-thru. <laughs> Everybody just does the same thing, all right? So nobody asks a question. Nobody is curious about anything. It's just a matter-of-fact way of how things are done and it's how we do it. Until someone comes through one day and throws a wrench in their whole shit by asking a simple question, okay? You start asking questions and everything. You, they say to look on their face, and they start like, why not? We don't deal with that. We're not talking about that. Why are we not talking about that? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find out what's going on, you know? And that's why you always got to go in before. Like, you've already contracted with them, you are on probation and so forth. And probation is a debt collection. It's incarceration, okay? Ask for that bond. You're probably not going to get it. You're probably not going to get it. But you can keep on, uh, uh, keep on pressing them and everything. What you can do is you can bring in the mayor, of the municipality, if you want to go this far, okay, and ask them to bring in their books because you got to do what's called a um, – um, um, what you're probably going to have to get, go to is you're going to have to um, uh, uh, subpoena deuces tecum. It's called a subpoena deuces tecum. It's a subpoena for documents. You're going to have to start going into uh, asking for their documents and so forth and start subpoenaing that information. All right, because they're gonna keep trying to act like they don't know what's going on. Okay, well, I need to, like I said, you go into court, you ask for, you know, Your Honor, I request that the uh, yeah, the judge direct the prosecutor provide the assessment for the charges, along with a certified audit trail of all transactions, including vouchers as well as all dis- disbursement documents and receipts regarding this particular matter. You know, you got to go Thank and ask some questions. You got to be on record. You know, because you know, and you're just asking for for proof of things. And you can support that. A subpoena duces tecum is a very powerful document. I, have a, I had an attorney one time ask me how the hell I knew that. He said he told me he, first he told me you can't do that what you're saying. I said I can ask for a subpoena check tecum. He said how'd you know that?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a subpoena yeah, duces think- tecum. I'm not saying listen. I'm not in no way saying this shit is easy. I'm not in no what kind of way saying this is easy. It take balls. It take guts. You know to get your freedom. And sometimes you got to weigh your options and see what is going to be best for you and what's not going to be best for you. Because sometimes you can spend a lot of your time, like I did early on in my career, going back and forth to court, and you ain't living life, you know? And sometimes it ain't just that important. It's going to just, you know, get the shit over with and go on. Because a lot of times people are fighting after the fact. After the fact, you should have the protections yeah, yeah. in place already, and you're trying to do something after the fact. And I just posted something on my Facebook group. Let me see if I can read this to you real quick. Let me read this to you on my Facebook group real quick. Because I knew this already, too. And most people don't. Fairly people challenge jurisdiction. Uh, this is of my challenge jurisdiction people. Uh, people uh, want to challenge jurisdiction.
4: A, I wasn't going after jurisdiction on this. Actually, uh, what I was going for is um, a, as a contingency to the contract, I was supposed to be able to uh, relieve the probation early. Um, because I'm so stupid and telling probation of everything I've been doing, they knew that this was coming, and the only way they could stop me is to uh, submit a fraudulent document saying that I owed money when I didn't. So I've gotten a hard copy well, proving that there was no money owed, so therefore the contract was satisfied. And I was so you are, you are okay. Well, but
0: how that? you gonna get anything re- 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 involved and you arguing with them? Okay, they say you owe money, then go ahead and give them a negotiable instrument for the money and satisfy well, that's the obligation
4: that's, stand- that's what i thought in the beginning when i did the acceptance for value i thought that should have taken care of any uh debt that was there but since she decided to side with the uh fictitious debt and uh that's a document that was signed by the probation officer and the head of the probation office and then the district attorney or the prosecuting attorney sided with them so that makes a uh uh, conspiracy to do harm to a sovereign, doesn't it?
0: No oh, man, I ain't, I ain't getting into all of that, no, man. Dude, this, we, we, we,
4: won't, we won't say it not, I mean, to you, hard you you, you
0: See, right now, you double-minded because you keep telling me you did accept. I don't hear nothing in your conversation talking about acceptance. All I hear is you looking for a fight. No, That's what I you're trying to do. And I'm too sharp for that. Y'all can't come in and try to like slick talk me and everything like that. I'm way too sharp for that. Okay.
4: When I went into the courtroom to see about terminating the case, um, the first thing that she did is she asked me who I was and I, I spelled out my name all in lowercase. And I told her I was a holder in due course Here is a third party interviewing her, making a special appearance, blah, 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 the whole nine yards.
2: I, uh, I did not
4: for value, return for value, and then I uh, appointed her as trustee. And I thought that should have just—I thought that should have satisfied it all. Um, but she said at this time she's only doing that, which made me think it was going out of uh, the public into the private and to be handled through uh, affidavits and stuff like that through a uh, notary. Now, uh, let me
0: uh, let me let me ask you Where do you, where did that verbiage? that you get come from, you know, um, you know, I'm a holding due new course. Here's a third party intervening. Where'd you get that
2: from?
4: Um, I think it was from, uh, uh, judge. Oh, it a, I think it was a judge Dell document or one of your earlier videos. One of the two, okay. I think it was judge okay.
0: Dale. Okay. what you did was you took two documents, different documents and mixed them together. Okay. They, yeah, they I don't go together. So, I'm,
4: <laughs> uh,
0: so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read, I'm going to read this to you. Okay, this is coming out of Dealing with Presentments. Here, let me give everybody looking on the chat room the document right here. Okay, y'all can read it. Y'all can pull it up with me. Okay, and I want y'all all to go to page. I want you to go to page. I'm going to read this to you real quick. I want you to think about what's being said right here, civil and criminal charges. All right, and I want you to go to page. Uh, it is the fourth.
4: To Just scrolling through it right now. All
0: right, so it's part four, redemption in court, and that's on page 35. All right, let me read this to you. It says the redemption dialogue makes the court proceeding into a deposition that you are conducting for the purpose of establishing on the record who the claimant is in the case. You are there under threat direct and coercion since guaranteed harmful repercussions are inevitable. If you do not appear when or slash as commanded, you're also there because someone somewhere has made a claim or color of a claim implying or calling what they allege without foundation, a claim against you that allegedly justifies enforcing the claim against you by using the legal violence system, by engaging in this deposition, you are actualizing the maxim of law that the burden of proof resides on him who asserts, not him who denies. You want this. So there's a principle you're using. You want them to prove the nature and cause of their alleged or implied claim that comes under the Sixth Amendment for the Constitution. You have the right to know the nature and cause of any action. In other words, you as the creditor, owner of the court and both sides of the transaction, are requiring them to put up or shut up. When you, when you go into court like this, you are exercising your rights under public international law to determine what kind of business these people are trying to do with you. In any interexchange exchange between you and the judge... Whether it is you requesting that the judge answer something you are asking him or him asking you a question, you must persist until the judge sees that you're not going to give in. This is perhaps especially important if or when a judge asks you to state your name or ask if you are so-and-so. You may ask at least three times. Now, I want to say this. That three-times thing is what everybody missed. Go in there and ask it to him two more times and see what would have happened. Yeah. You can Hold on, hold on. All right, let me just keep going. The judge needs to know that you are clear and secure about what you are doing and will not cave in under the psychological pressure that he's so well trained. If you go into court and say some and think you're going to say some magic words and it's just going to go away, you in the wrong thing, my man. Okay, you don't think they're going to put pressure on you like that? Yeah, no, that it ain't is- going to happen that way.
4: What I thought they were doing was uh, because it was in a public arena. I thought that by her saying at this time was saying that if I wanted to, I could handle it privately through uh, maybe uh, administrative maybe the process.
0: Uh, okay, all you got to do is look at how the judge was acting. Was she, you know, open? You know, you know, because you there just said try. you said all that. when when you got through saying this, I'm a third party intervener and all that. Did she say you was crazy or what are you talking about? She did she say anything like that?
4: No, actually, uh, after I appointed her as judge, uh, she bounced over to uh, uh, saying that because mm-hmm. there was a debt owed um, through the fraudulent accusation of the, of the probation department, that proved that Are it you was gonna uh, pay? an open contract.
0: Sound like what she's saying is that you're going to pay this. You're yeah, you yeah, a secure partner? the
4: contractor wasn't satisfied
0: yet. Offering, I pay it. Act like a creditor and pay the debt.
4: So well, that's what I thought. The acceptance uh, for value uh, and uh, return for value should have know,
0: you done. Some sort of, you got to follow that with some sort of instrument, man. You can't just say.
4: What What'd you give him? What I, kind of uh, instrument uh, you give them? I, I well, I'd, I'd gotten the uh, document from Central Collections showing that there's no money owed, and uh, compared with the uh, settlement request as a process, report, you, contract satisfied. You give them a promissory
0: note, a bill of exchange, a money order, or what? Or did you endorse the instrument, or what? What did you do, I right, to show that you satisfied that obligation, other than saying that you just accepted it for value? Well, there's
4: there's no obligation. The obligation was a uh, uh, an attempt by the probation office to keep me from achieving but the goal you're of
0: you arguing because they said there is one, and you saying they're not. Yeah, so now we got to go to telling the truth, all right?
4: So that's the yeah, argument. Yeah, so I got the document proving that uh, it was a fraudulent document they submitted showing that the contract is satisfied, and now she needs to take care of her, uh, uh, as a trustee, she needs to take care of her uh, fiduciary duties and honor my what request, kind of, right? What, what,
0: kind of evidence, what kind of evidence did you put in on the record to show that it was satisfied? What evidence did you have?
4: Um, well, I didn't know that they had submitted a document saying there's money owed, so I don't have. I didn't have at that time any evidence. I had to get that after uh, to prove that the document they submitted was fraudulent.
0: Okay, so you keep saying that you sh- you have evidence to show that there's really nothing owed. I'm just right. simply asking you: Did you get evidence? Okay, is it verifiable? Is it ver- something verified or authenticated that you can put into evidence on the case? that the judge will be required to take judicial notice of.
2: Yes,
4: it's a uh, direct hard copy from uh, Central Collections. Um, I didn't just get their word for it. I had them mail me a, a document showing that there was never any any money owed and there isn't any money owed. I got the name of the person that I was talking to, which said that uh, when they got out of the computer system, they said they don't know how probation could have made such a mistake when they have the same computer system that they do. Which shows that it okay. was done in knowledge. Um, so did you get another? Did, corona- get- did you get another court date? I wasn't able to send in a document because all the courts are closed right now. So I, I I'm stuck. Right after, uh, okay. I mean, right, at, right it was about a month after I'd gotten out of court, coronavirus went into full swing and everything got shut down. So I'm, I'm kind of waiting to. Uh, I wasn't sure if I should send off the document stating that. It was uh, through an administrative process trying to say that, okay, they they committed fraud. Uh, I was in honor of having satisfied all the terms of the contract under the stipulation of the contract. I should have terminated.
0: I would probably, I would tell you what I would do. I would draft up a, a documentation. I would send it over to the probation's office. I'd send it through the mail. There's no need to go there personally. Send everything through the mail to the designated person who's handling your particular case, and I'd ask them to respond to it. I wouldn't make allegations and saying it was fraud or anything. There's something called mistake. And that's how I would approach it. I said, there seems to have be been made a mistake that it seemed to be made on my particular case. Your office is uh, has, has made a determination that there's an outstanding obligation owed on this particular matter. My records reflect something different. Okay. I took the liberty to uh, 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 present you with, the, uh, 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 with this XYZ documentation, whatever it is that you just said, uh, for your convenience, you can read that. If you have anything else other than that or some evidence to the contrary, I would like to give you an opportunity to, at this time to present that to me. you got 10 days to respond. And then 10 days later, I write you another letter saying, okay, on such and such date, I wrote you. i um, trying to um, get down to the uh, brass tacks and find out exactly about this debt that you claim I owe that your office is showing I don't owe. And I, you are you silent. Your silencing can be considered as acquiescence in this particular matter. I'll give you another 10 days and then default them out and take it to court. And we go into court, and you say, look, I, you know, the judge, judge, I have that matter. There's no obligation owed on this particular matter. They already, uh, they've already I've already corresponded with them and they didn't, they didn't answer anything. And then you don't allow them because that's called a stopple. Okay. And a stopple means, okay, you had an opportunity to respond to something and you didn't when the opportunity was afforded to you. This is equitable, too, and you need to make sure you're in an equity court. These are equitable remedies, equitable remedies we're talking about. Okay? And I, so sometimes and I said, you need to do an administrative process. Huh? And
4: and Go I ahead. Should, uh, direct that to the uh, probation department, not the judge that handled the case, because I thought I no, uh, directed it to her. It seemed like no, no, I made you, her trust me.
0: Yeah, yeah I know. I, I understand that. That's that judge that you mix to. You didn't
4: accept
0: it for I a value name. You, yeah, you did it all in one. But, yeah, that ju- that that thing with appointing the, the judge as a trustee is strong. They 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 done figured out kind of ways to kind of wiggle out of it and everything, but they won't, none of them really say no. They don't really say no. They try to obfuscate or distract you or recontract with you and get you thrown off the course. And that's why, you know what I'm saying, it's more than just saying words. People going there and saying the magic word. It's more than just saying words. You got to see all the games. These judges are very, very skilled in what they do, and most of the people yeah. that's coming in before them, they're not. They thinking they just going on there and say some words and everything just gonna magically go away, and it's not gonna be like that. They can recontract with you. They can obfuscate. You don't even know you'll lose. They they go out of jurisdiction, come back in jurisdiction, do all kinds of things. Like I said, I used to use that Moors in court video to teach class with, um, to show them how these guys they were objecting to something, and how the judge was like like distracting them and everything, start talking about something else and never rule on their objection. That's what happens to a lot of individuals. Or when I talk about ask something three times, they think they just ask it one time, that's it. Three is the magic number. You know, you have to do those yep. things You know, and find out what's going on. It's a lot to learn yep. with all this, and everybody makes a mistake in court. But, let me, but yeah, I'll tell you what's not going to happen. What's not going to happen is you're going to say some magic words and everything just going to magically go away, especially if it's your first time and ain't got no record, nowhere on no account, nowhere of you ever doing this before.
4: Yeah. I, I, be there. I wasn't, uh, I, 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 I have been into this information for about four and a half years, I guess, since my wife died, I, I, I came into this and uh, I, I, and am not as well versed as you in no way in heck, but uh I, I thought I had a pretty good angle on it and I had a few things you know, that I, I was thinking about I was thinking about hitting him with that, me, uh, it, what kind of courtroom was it, but I, I forgot because I got she stumbled me up let's, twice let's, in the process.
0: Uh, well they gonna do so, that. This. this is the thing about it. You get to go in court you gotta think quick on your feet. You gotta know how to answer <laughs> a question with a question. You know, these are things that you got to learn and you want to get in and out of there as soon as possible. You're there for settlement and closure only. You're there to resolve the matter. You're not there to engage anybody, explain your process, explain the law, to get into an argument or do any of those things. There are a lot of things that you can do in there to go into dishonor that you'll lose your position as creditor. You got to be very careful of what you say. Anything you say can and will be used against you. You got to always remember that you don't want to talk a lot at first. And you definitely want to answer no questions. Let me tell you just answering a question gives jurisdiction. Just answering a question yeah. the judge gives jurisdiction. Yeah,
4: because you're There is uh, a video.
0: There's a video on a dude. There's a video on a dude on YouTube. He know what to fucking do. Um this dude right here um I think the name of the video judge uh uh Sovereign make judge run out of court. But let me show let me let me show you an example of what I when I'm talking about. This is a uh, this guy right oh, here, a, he's, he's, he's one of probably. You want a few dudes trust trust that. out right? He's pointing He's pointing. the trust. Notice how he didn't answer none of her questions, and <laughs> see what she was doing. He wasn't answering her questions and everything, See, so he understood. He, she was asking him questions, he wasn't answering. He was just directing her what what she needed to do. I'm not here to answer any questions. Answering a question or give jurisdiction, and well, once you, jurisdiction is you know,
4: you know, a that, that's that's a good point.
0: Once jurisdiction is obtained, want listen to me once jurisdiction oh. is obtained, they do not relate it to the end of the matter. All right, let me read that to you as well. I right, so y'all know that because I knew that this is right here is coming out of uh, the United States code annotated under the citations. It says the requirement that the court have personal jurisdiction can like other individual rights be weighed and for various reasons, the defendant may also be a stop from raising the issue unlike subject matter jurisdiction, which even an appellate court. They review sui sponte, which means on a court's own motion. A defense of lack of jurisdiction over the person is waived, if not timely raised in an answer or response to pleading. Insurance Corp of Ireland, LTD versus campaign, blah, blah, blah. I got this pointed, uh, uh, posted in my um, uh, SBC University Facebook group. So if you remember my Facebook group, you can go over there. But these are things you go in a, a law library. I, I learned that years ago, all these people be challenging jurisdiction i found that out in the beginning of my fucking career is that once they obtain jurisdiction they not relinquishing you can revisit it after the case is over but that's what he's saying right here you got to do that in a response your very first response is some sort of pleading but once they obtain it they not letting it go no matter how much you argue to argue it and there's the thing people the don't things. be doing, you know what i'm saying
4: yeah that's one of the things that i um, thought was really kind of cool is uh I've got on transcripts where I asked her. I said, "As my trustee, you're going to deny me of my request right now, or uh, uh, my wishes." I didn't say request; I said my wishes. Um, and don't, make no, and said, don't make
0: She answered me. Yes, no, at this
4: time. So she,
0: she don't make answered no, me was just, as my trustee. Oh. Sorry. Did you what? She said what? Uh, she
4: well, said she what? answered me, I my trustee. I, I I told her, "As my trustee, you're going to deny, deny me," and she said, "At this time, I am." And so
0: that that didn't 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 in the Judge Dale document told you after you say what you need to say don't say another word. Um, I mean if you're gonna use that if you're gonna use that document do what the document tell you to do. All right, just do what the document tell you to do. It tells you that let me let me let me read that to you Judge Dale. Let me read. Let me read it to you. That that Judge Dale thing. I got this actually um, when I was um, when I was in jail. and somebody tried to say, "Oh, Judge Dale is actually um, some other person." I say, "No, he's not." This right here is so old. This thing is old as hell.
3: It was, it was the <laughs> legal
0: process. Great American adventure. I think this is it right here. All right, I think it's on page seventeen. Y'all talking about that?
4: Uh, let me see if it's on page seventeen. Well, when she had denied the case, she asked me if there was any more questions, and that's when I asked her. I said, as my trustee, you're going to deny my my, uh, my wishes, and she said yes at this time. So she answered me as my trustee, and I didn't understand. I know you're supposed to keep your mouth shut, but when she denied it, I figured I'd throw my one last cue out there. I mean, um, you always say if you have not the courtroom, you don't know anything. So I figured I'd go into a courtroom and start to find out, <laughs> and I was scared. <laughs>
0: okay let me read this to you uh read this to you what judge dale says he said at your arraignment or trial the judge will ask if you are named individual in all caps birth name on the complaint and your natural response will be to answer in the affirmative but that is exactly what you don't want to do remove your birth certificate and respond to him I and mean, people used to do this and and they they figure out what and there's another thing you guys are saying this is old information they didn't figure ways to kind of trip you up on stuff you know but it's still good to have because it's still all true you just got to understand and be ready for them when they try to trip you up. But he goes, remove your birth certificate and respond to him by stating, I'm making a special limited appearance on behalf of the defendant who is right here and hold up your birth certificate. Then state the following, as I understand the process, Judge, the county attorney or police officer has leveled a criminal charge with the clerk and against the trust using all caps name that appears on this birth certificate. The use of capital letters is dictated by the United States Printing Style Manual, which explains how to identify a corporation the clerk, who is the administrator of the sesta trust, then appointed you judge as the trustee for the trust, and since neither of you can be the beneficiary, that leaves me, and therefore you are my trustee. So as my trustee, I instruct you to discharge this entire matter with prejudice and award the penalties for these crimes to be paid to me in compensation and damages for my false arrest. No, the law of trust dictates that an administrator, trustee, and beneficiary cannot serve two positions in a trust, which is not true, as you guys call the doctrine of... Um, a person can be a trustee and a beneficiary of a trust. I don't know what Judge Dale was talking about right here. But I like what, he've, uh, what he says right here. He says, uh, the trustee judge has no alternative but to honor your demands, but you have to get this right and act with confidence. You really need to know this information well so that you can't be hoodwinkled or confused by either of them. They will or may attempt to play some mind games with you if you display any doubt, stammer, or display a lack of confidence. Appearances, the pomp and majesty of these pseudo courts, is totally for your benefit and is intended to invoke fear and intimidation. If you show fear or intimidation, you get a pony ride. Remember that? Yeah,
4: yeah. Y'all read. And, and, and,
0: y'all read and I, I Yeah, wait. Well, well, I want to say, y'all read this stuff, but y'all don't pay attention to this—the nuances of the information is that's what I noticed about a lot of people is that they, like, they just remember what it was to say in court, but you forget all the other stuff to say three times. Don't show no fear. Get hooked, You know, all the other things and everything. And he come back and say something doesn't work. Okay. But well, how, what was your, what, how were you in court? Were you afraid? A lot of people be afraid in court, you know, um,
4: well, you got to get to,
2: you know,
4: I, I, I came out of a couple of times, you know, uh, asked her if she minds if I finish, and, and was kind of snout with her. But what threw me off was the uh, fraudulent document submitted by probation. I didn't know how to respond to that, and that's why I, that's why I and inevitably got me with my duty.
0: And sometimes they will hit you with something that uh, that's hard, and you just direct them and say, "Hey, I, and I want you to discharge that matter as well." You know, you just gave them the instructions to discharge the entire matter. You know, and the original yeah, and okay. this judge dealt different document and the other Judge Dale document tell you don't say another word don't say another word they say whatever they want don't say another word don't say nothing else you know you said what you need to say it's on the record okay because you can start talking your way out of something okay like that that's just it anything you say can and will be held against you <laughs> and I'm listening yeah. you came on to
2: the
4: I I, did came out my here, part I came at him, I just did what I needed to say, and the only thing outside of what I had prepared myself to say was when she denied it, and I said, As my trustee, you're denying my my uh, wish so that really that I don't know anything where, said outside of it.
0: I mean, I wouldn't made no conclusion of the law. I wouldn't said nothing as my trustee, you deny my wish. I wouldn't say anything, just be quiet. You said what you need to say.' Man, I'm telling you, the things I'm telling you right now is real. I've been in court where well, I don't ask answer a judge's question and a judge act like I was invisible because I didn't, I didn't give them jurisdiction. If, they, if you don't make an appearance, they don't see or hear you. They don't see or hear yeah, you. They can't even talk.
4: Well, that's why I want okay. to get my teeth wet.
0: <laughs> uh, you did good. I mean, you did good. I mean, let me tell you, anybody who goes in and asserts themselves deserves um, a pat on the back. Because hell, my first time I did it, I was I'm holding new cars. I'm like a robot. I was scared to death, you know. And I didn't know, you know, because you don't know if it's real or not. So you know, a lot of stuff (laughs) you're saying, you're kind of just saying it, wondering what's gonna happen. And they know all of that. Trust me, man. They know all that. But anyway, man. Hey, man. Look, I appreciate the call. I gotta get to the next call. I appreciate you. Okay.
4: I appreciate you, too. I love all the information you give out. Everybody should listen to you. You are a golden gem out there. You are, like, number one.
0: I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you.
4: Thank you, okay? All right. Yeah, we'll be talking with you. All
2: right. Okay, y'all.
0: That's it for me tonight at 12 o'clock. I appreciate y'all tuning in. What do y'all think about this format? Y'all like this format? How are the calls? Did the calls come in clear? and everything out here everybody was everybody talking about. Remember, I'm using this Roadcaster Pro. This thing is nice. That's why I was just taking those phone calls with real easy to set up. Not a lot of cords and nothing. I just plugged it into the computer and, you know, Bluetooth my phone into it and taking phone calls, bang, just like that. Pretty cool, you know, pretty cool. Anyway. I'm tired, y'all. It's late. 12.09. Like and subscribe. And the donation button is in the description. There's a cash app and there's also a PayPal. (laughs) I support your researchers. Anyway, I want to thank everybody, man. I want to say peace to the gods and goddesses. Y'all have a wonderful night, okay? Y'all stay safe out there. And remember... Staying on at all costs. There's a public and private that Don't Mix. Do not participate in public controversy, and there is no money. Peace. I'm out.